This is 88.5 WFTD, public radio for the Piedmont. It was a year ago today, February 2nd, when a stormwater pipe beneath an unlined ash pond broke at a retired Duke Energy plant, releasing more than 39,000 tons of coal ash into the Dan River near Eden. Jenny Edwards was the Dan River Basin Association, remembers when she first saw it. The water was black. To see it run that color for so many days definitely was overwhelming, disconcerting, and, you know, frankly, it changed me forever. The coal ash spill raised immediate health concerns about drinking water for the surrounding communities and the environmental impact. Now, WFTD's Carrie Brown reports the state of the Dan River is today. The water is now slightly murky and calm, despite the recent winter rains. Brian Williams, a scientist with the Dan River Basin Association, stands at the Draper Landing Access Point, a popular place for fishing and kayaking. He pushes a metal pole deep into the river bottom to collect a sample. That's a good, a good core sample right there. And you can obviously see the difference just, just visually. Here's a... Uh, Normal sediment samples, you see the brown. You know, you'll see pieces of mica and quartz and all kinds of river rock and things in that. And then take a look at this sample right here, and what do you see? I mean, this is just mostly coal ash. It's really compacted. It's really dark gray, black. And it's filled with toxins of arsenic, lead, and selenium. Last summer, Duke Energy completed a cleanup that removed around 4,000 tons of coal ash in areas that were close to drinking water intake sites, including a large one in Danville, Virginia. But around 35,000 tons still remain, diluted and now underneath layers of sediment. But Duke Energy says recent studies show the river is recovering, and they're still cleaning. Jeff Brooks says they're removing coal ash from some of the ponds or basins near the river and looking for new ways to store the waste to prevent future accidents. At Dan River Steam Station, uh, we're going to be excavating all the coal ash from the, the basins there uh, at the plant. It will, In phase one, we'll be taking material to a lined landfill in Virginia where that material will be permanently stored. We're also looking for options of how best to, to permanently store the remaining ash at the site. Legislation passed last August gives Duke Energy until 2029 to close all of its 33 North Carolina ponds. They must also remove the ash at four power plants and cap low-risk sites. Right now, the EPA says the river is safe for recreation and other activities, but more testing is needed. Kenneth Rame says the agency is conducting quarterly testing through July to monitor the river. Based on the analysis in the last two rounds of sampling, we have seen no um, health risk exceedances or ecological risk exceedances. We'll keep monitoring. We'll see what what happens in the next two samples. We meet with a technical group once a month to uh, discuss, you know, whether or not we should change our sample locations. And uh, we'll have to wait and see. But Frank Holloman with the Southern Environmental Law Center says he's not sure the river is safe. He's seen the devastation that coal ash pollution can do across the country. And he's concerned that over time, it could get into the water supply. And in Wilmington, for example, the local water utility is having to abandon groundwater as a source of drinking water for a community there. Uh, individuals have found contaminants in their drinking water wells in at least one instance in North Carolina. The state has ordered the utility to deliver bottled water to a home. 
And Brian Williams with the Dan River Basin Association says it will be a long road ahead before we know all the ways the spill will impact the environment. Is it going to affect the mussels and clams that filter out the water? Uh, is it going to affect the fish and wildlife, the birds, everything that lives by the river? And, you know, what's it going to happen? Are we going to see a decrease in these animals? Are we going to see reproductive issues? Or, you know, we just don't know right now. It's a, it's a waiting game to see. In the meantime, his organization is partnering with universities to do their own independent research. He throws out a metal bucket to dredge more samples, which is something he expects to be doing for quite some time. For 88.5 WFDD, I'm Carrie Brown. As we continue to look at the Dan River and the impact of that coal ash spill, tomorrow we'll take a look at people living around the river one year after the spill.